Welcome to the Diabetes Revolution podcast with Dr. Sarah Townley, the type 2 diabetes coach, clinical pharmacist, and mom of seven angels. You don't have to struggle and fight with your blood sugars for the rest of your life. I'm here to teach you the skills you need to control and even reverse this disease. There is such a thing as getting off your meds and creating a future free from diabetes, and you can have it too. Let's get down to business. Hey, hey, my friends. I am back today on this October afternoon with you, and I'm excited because my oldest son just got his first job, (laughs) y'all. He's so excited to be, quote, a working man. He's 14 years old and someone finally hired him. And we're just so excited for this new journey he's going to embark on. And I'm so excited to watch him sort of growing up, you know. And plus, he's going to be finally able to buy all the crap he keeps asking me to buy for him. (laughs) Uh, So lots of good stuff going on here in the Townley household at the moment. And today... I have been wanting to talk about this topic for some time. It comes up often in my coaching sessions with clients, and it shows up in all kinds of ways, but almost all of us can relate to this problem in one way or another because most of us have other people in our lives who we either take care of or who are directly impacted by our decisions. It's the problem of prioritizing our own needs, making our own needs as important as or more important than other people's needs. And I feel like I can speak to this topic from a place of experience because I have seven children (laughs) and they have lots of needs, many of which are absolutely non-negotiable and legitimate. So many people ask me, how do you do it? Take care of seven kids, run a business, and still eat healthy and take care of yourself. Well, I'm going to talk about the mindset that I have in this podcast. I'm going to share that with you so that you can borrow it and watch how it changes everything for you. Next week, I'll be leaving to go to a retreat that is all about self-care And I'll be gone for a whole week. The intention of this retreat is to focus on my own healing and self-care. And though it is hard to leave, and I don't do it often, I understand that it's my responsibility to prioritize and actualize the best version of myself that I can so that I can be the best version of myself in all my relationships. No one else can do that for me. The ones that love me want me to be happy and to take care of myself, which are both my jobs, not theirs. And sometimes we just need to give ourselves permission to do it. Do you treat yourself as well as you treat others? If not... This podcast is for you. We are going to break, obliterate the cultural brainwashing that we've been raised with, that self-sacrifice is how we earn our self-worth. 
Let's look at some real life scenarios that many of us find ourselves in where we feel challenged to prioritize our own needs. Here's a good one. You really want to transition to eating healthier, more consistently, but your family is not really on board. Over and over, you keep giving in to takeout or drive through or easy dinners full of processed, low-quality food because it's easier than deciding to take it all on by yourself. You really want to create some time to exercise or cook or do something that brings you joy, but other people's stuff keeps taking up all of your time. You really want to stop working your life away and bring in more ease and space in your life for leisure and self-care, but it feels like too much to ask to cut back on work. You want to invest in something like a home gym or coaching, but it seems like other people's needs are always more important than yours. And then there's all these small ways that this creeps in. You're at a lunch conference at work and they're serving up all the pastas, all the pizzas, all the breads, and there's just nothing there that really works for you. And you don't speak up and ask, hey, what else is there? Or maybe you need to leave and go take care of your own lunch. You keep saying yes to those requests to help somebody move or to help somebody fix some baked goods for a fundraiser. And it's really cutting into your ability to prioritize the things you need to do for you. Or you keep eating all the things that someone's offering you at a house party that you know are going to make you sick because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. This can go on and on for a very long time while your health declines. You're not meaning to, but you're falling into victimhood, blaming your family, time, and money for why you can't. And then if you consider prioritizing your own needs, you feel guilty because you're believing your mind when it tells you that you're being selfish, that other people shouldn't have to deal with your health problem, which by the way, you're blaming yourself for having in the first place. That's a whole different podcast, by the way, why blaming yourself for your diabetes keeps you stuck. And it's particularly bad if you have something called human giver syndrome. So this is a concept and a term coined by Emily and Amelia Nagoski in the book Burnout, which manifests as believing you have a moral obligation, that is, you owe it to your partner, your family, the world, even to yourself, to be pretty, happy, calm, generous, and attentive to the needs of others. When you aren't, you believe it makes you a failure as a person, meaning you're selfish, you're self-centered, you're greedy. Human giver syndrome is a cultural virus that most women have some degree of infection with. Unconsciously, we're believing our purpose is to meet the needs of others while ignoring our own, and it's self-destructive. This is a powerful example of the conditioning or programming of your belief system that then directs how you operate in life and what you create. And if you create a neglected state of health with this belief system, it's time to examine it and see it for the disease 
of thinking that it is. It is disease thinking that is creating a diseased body. Let me share with you a metaphor I used to show my client who's now in her 70s, right, with not very many more years left to live her life, how she arrived at this place and how to break her pattern. I explained that she's been busy tending everyone else's garden while hers has been neglected. Over the years, she's been running off to help her neighbor protect their garden from hail and frost while hers went unprotected. She fertilized and weeded her neighbor's garden before her own so often that hers didn't get the nurturing and the maintenance it needed to really thrive, and now it's in bad shape. It's no longer providing for her as she needs it to. And this is why it's going to take more time and energy to rebuild it and more attention, more tending to cultivate healthy, fruitful growth. So when other people want you to come take care of theirs first, you say no. I've got to watch after my own first. When the weather threatens, aka life gets crazy, you take extra care to ensure your garden is safe and managed. And when your garden is thriving, won't you have so much to give? Yes, this is the essence of self-care. You must receive first in order to give. If your goal is to serve those you love powerfully and generously, you must care for yourself first. It's a me-first mentality. Now, if this triggers you, I want you to see this as an invitation to get curious. It's an opportunity for you to uncover potentially a belief that is not serving you in your life. I learned this from an amazing coach during a particular session when I was getting coached around some pain I was having in my motherhood. I'll tell you really quick the story to set this up so you get the context of me first thinking. So I had just went through the tribulation of making the time after dinner one night to go to Costco for groceries. (laughs) And I'm a person who really does use all the minutes in my life, guys. And so I come home with a carload of groceries that cost hundreds of dollars, and I'm unloading it and putting it away, and I notice a large glass full of heavy whipping cream on the kids' table, like 10 ounces of heavy whipping cream, okay? Nobody in earshot would admit it was theirs, probably because the way I was asking, (laughs) right? And... Clearly, nobody was going to be drinking it, so now I'm pouring it down the sink, okay? And I just went to the store, spent all the money to haul all the groceries home only to pour it down the sink, and it just really triggered me. So later on, I'm getting coached. I'm asking my coach, how do I stop myself from acting out of anger and resentment? And I'm thinking, what I'm really thinking is, How can I make them understand so that this never happens again, a.k.a. control the little people so I can feel better? And she said, Sarah, I think you're asking the wrong question. I think you need to ask yourself, what would be the most supportive for me 
right now. And I was momentarily stunned. It was like, whoa, what do I need right now? But of course, like I'm the one that's feeling unappreciated, right? I'm angry. I'm triggered. Me trying to teach them out of anger will not work. (laughs) They won't receive that teaching nearly as well as if I'm teaching out of love. And for me to get there, to get to love, I have to give myself what I was needing in that moment first. I needed to get in touch with the part of me that was hurting and hear and see her and love her first. This is the essence of me first. Me first so that I can love you the way I really want to. Okay, so let's take a moment to define self-care. I remember when I found my own definition of it. It's really very simple. It is simply you getting connected to your inner voice or inner truth, however you like to think of it, and then getting clear of what you want. And then the hard part (laughs) is honoring that. Do you want to prioritize your health and lifestyle right now? What does it look like? Do you want to conquer your overeating? Do you want to learn how your body works so you can support its healing? Do you want to get more movement in to build in more time to walk outside or garden or do whatever is creative for you? Do you want to keep eating all this garbage to let other people always choose for you? Do you want to give your Saturday to running your kids around or putting on a big birthday party? Maybe you do, right? Does it bring you joy or are you doing it with resentment or obligation Do you want to keep working overtime or giving up all your evenings and weekends to make extra money? For some of you, you might be way out of practice in asking yourself what you want. It might feel like like a black void at first. Like, I don't know. No, you need to sit quietly with yourself. My goodness, you need to get in touch with the part of you that knows what you want as a priority. I want you to feel it in your body. What does yes feel like to you? What does no feel like to you? I remember sitting in meditation, sitting with myself in meditation and saying, yes, 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 over and over to feel what yes felt like in my body. And then no, no, no. They feel very different. Then when you get clear Yes, I want that, or no, I don't. Your job is to honor that as best as you can. You know, some people are not going to like it. You being a person who tends your own garden first might really confuse or disrupt old patterns in your relationships. That's okay. The version of you who takes care of yourself might be unfamiliar to others for a while, but the ones who love you will get it. And the ones who don't, they might stop calling you. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. And in the end, those in your life that watch you model this will be better off for it. You know, I'm thinking about the time I was sitting next to my 12-year-old daughter scrolling on my Facebook feed and a coach was on there talking about holidays from the woman's, the wife's, the mom's perspective saying, screw it. 
It's not my job to make Christmas magical for everybody this year or ever. And I laughed because I realized that my daughter, Nora, has probably no idea what this woman is talking about (laughs) because she doesn't watch her mom model that. Her mom doesn't want to put herself through the ringer making Christmas spectacular for everybody else. That's her normal. (laughs) So she doesn't watch me model people pleasing very often or at all. And I'm glad because I don't want her to do that when she's an adult. You're going to be a healthier, more loving, and more giving version of yourself when you take care of yourself first. Today, I kind of started the day off rough. I wasn't up to making this podcast at first, so I just did some catch-up on some things I needed to get organized on, and I fed myself, you know, a nutritious, delicious breakfast. I worked out, and I sat out in the sun. And then what do you know? My mind starts percolating. What did I want to share with you? How could I teach you this skill? And here you are listening. I'm able to give because I allowed myself to receive first. And isn't that as it should be? It isn't selfish. And in many ways, it's selfless. You know, selfish means seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. Self-care is self-preservation, the practice of taking on an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness. This makes you more of you so that you can give more. If this shift in thinking seems really hard for you, you're not the only one. Changing what we believe is deep inner work. Creating the version of you that is healthy and empowered is deep inner work. That's what coaching helps you do, create with intention. My job is never to tell you what to do, but to help you gain access to the solutions within you and help you remove obstacles to putting them in motion. If this is what you've been missing, get on my website and send me a message www.sarahtownley.com. It could be the step that sends you in a whole new direction. Wouldn't that be a miracle? I look forward to creating miracles with you. I'll see you soon on the next podcast. Okay, don't leave yet. You're going to want to hear about this. If you love my podcast, if I'm the only sane voice you found on this subject... If I've already helped you, you need to check out my online course. It's a start-to-finish, step-by-step video course that teaches you all the tools you need to know to beat this disease. You can find it on my website, sarahtownley.com, along with lots of other free tools that will make taking care of your diabetes so much easier. So get over there right now. See you there.